Hello everyone, I'm Mary Alex. And I'm Caroline. And welcome back to our podcast, Women in Power, where we discuss powerful women and how they've affected our lives. Today we're going to be discussing someone very important to Caroline and I, and that is Taylor Swift. This female artist has been releasing chart-topping music since the early 2000s and continues to inspire women to be themselves and work hard to achieve their dreams. Taylor Swift was born in West Reading, Pennsylvania on December 13, 1989. When she was little, she showed an interest in music, and by the time she was 10, she started singing at local events, including a performance of the Star-Spangled Banner at a professional basketball game for the Philadelphia 76ers. She first traveled to Nashville when she was 11, but the demos she sang were rejected. She began writing her own songs and playing the guitar when she was 12. When she was 14, Taylor and her family decided to move to Nashville to try to further her dreams of becoming a professional singer. In Nashville, she worked with a variety of different songwriters and singers, including Liz Rose, who ended up co-writing 20 of Swift's songs. She ended up becoming the youngest person to sign with Sony slash ATV Treehouse Publishing, but she didn't stay with them for very long as she wanted to record her own album. Since Swift wanted someone to produce her album, she started to perform at various locations around Nashville looking for someone, including the Bluebird Cafe. She performed in the cafe in 2005 and was recognized as talented by Scott Bruchetta, an executive who was starting an independent label called Big Machine Records. She began to work on her first album called Taylor Swift shortly after being signed to Big Machine Records. Her debut album was released on October 24, 2006, and peaked at number 5 on the Billboard chart. This album and the song Our Song were pretty historic for the Billboard chart and Taylor Swift. Her album was historic as it stayed in the top 200 chart longer than any other album released in the decade, and her song was historic as it made Taylor the youngest person to ever single-handedly write and sing a chart-topping song. She won and was nominated for a variety of different awards following the release of her album, including securing a Grammy nomination for Best New Artist in 2007. Taylor Swift's career really began to skyrocket in 2008 when she released her studio album, Fearless. The lead single, Love Story, peaked at number four on the Billboard Top 100. She would release four more singles between 2008 and 2009, including the now very famous You Belong With Me, which sports over 1.1 billion views on YouTube. In late 2009, Taylor was awarded Best Female Video for You Belong With Me at the MTV Music Video Awards. During her acceptance speech, Taylor Swift was interrupted by Kanye West, saying that her music video was good, but Beyonce had one of the best of all time. Throughout the rest of the show, female and male artists alike rallied behind her, and Beyonce even invited her back on the show to finish her speech. In 2012, Taylor began her famous transition from country to pop music, debuting her famous album Red, which featured tracks such as the now well-known We Are Never Getting Back Together and Trouble. This was Taylor's first album to reach number one on the Billboard Top 100 and received four Grammy nominations. From 2012 to 2014, Taylor would co-write and co-produce songs with Jack Antoff, Tim McGraw, Florida Georgia Line, and the Rolling Stones. In March of 2014, Taylor relocated to New York and began writing her next album, 1989. This album is credited as the final step in her departure from country music. After 1989 was released, Taylor actually received a Guinness World Record for being the first artist to have three albums sell over a million copies. In 2014, Billboard named Taylor their Woman of the Year, and she became the first artist to win this award two times. From 2014 to 2017, Taylor Swift took a break from music to focus on different things in her life, such as her notable lawsuit of David Mueller, a radio DJ who Taylor claimed sexually assaulted her. She sued Mueller for a symbolic $1, and she ended up winning the case. 
From this, she served as even more of an inspiration to women than she already did. In November of 2017, Taylor released her next album, titled Reputation, a large turn from her previous. A darker album, Reputation was a surprise to fans who were overjoyed to see Taylor releasing music again. At the end of 2018, Taylor Swift made the decision to leave her record company in search of more musical freedom, and by 2019, she released her seventh studio album, Lover. All 18 tracks on the album would reach the Billboard Top 100, and her music video, You Need to Calm Down, would win Video of the Year. At the 2019 American Music Video Awards, Taylor would win Artist of the Year and Artist of the Decade. Less than a year later, she would release her next album, titled Folklore, which was another surprise to her fans. This new album was written and produced during Taylor's time during isolation due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The album's indie folk style was critically acclaimed and broke multiple records on the very day it was released. She would receive six Grammy nominations from this album. On December 11th of 2020, Taylor would release another surprise album, the sister album to Folklore, titled Evermore. According to records, Evermore sold more than 1 million copies in its first week, making it her eighth album to do so. The album was her eighth number one debut on the Billboard Top 200 and spawned her seventh Hot 100 number one single, Willow. This made her the first act to concurrently debut an album and a single atop both the Billboard 200 and Hot 100 charts twice. Since December, Taylor Swift hasn't released anything new, but fans are anxious to see what she has in store. Okay, so the most one of the most interesting things about like Taylor's story is how when she was 14, her parents just like, we're like, okay, yeah, let's move to Nashville. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it's so cool how her parents just were so ready to support her dream of making music and, like, without knowing, like, what could happen if they moved to Nashville, they were like, yes, let's pack up, let's go, let's do this. Yeah, like, being a singer is so, like, uncertain. Mm-hmm. But her parents were really just so supportive of that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, a, not a lot of people, like, can make it in the world of entertainment, like, the world of being a singer. And, well, obviously, here we are. Taylor Swift has released eight albums who yeah. have all, ch- like, topped the charts. Like, obviously, it was a good decision. But <laughs> oh, back definitely. then, it must have been, like, such a, like, scary thing to think about, just, like, packing up and moving away. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, um, what is your favorite song, album, Taylor Swift era? Because I know that we're both really big Taylor Swift fans. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'll start with my favorite, like, era of Taylor Swift. And just my favorite era is kind of Reputation. It's just so iconic. It was just, like, it was just, cha- like, world-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Reputation was really crazy and how it was, like, kind of a response to, like, Kanye and all the things going on in her life was really interesting and I I like loved it and I actually went to the tour in person so I went to go see Taylor yeah and she she was just so passionate about that album and it was really cool um I as much as I do love reputation I've got to say that my favorite is like the folklore evermore yeah super cool it's It's so refreshing to see her writing her own music and producing what she really wants to produce. I just, I just can't get enough of it, really. Mm -hmm. And I like how it's like two albums in one era because she normally Mm -hmm. like completely changes it up. Yeah, yeah. Like one time she mentioned this, she was like, to be a woman in like the music world, you have to constantly be reinventing yourself. And it's like refreshing to see Taylor just really be herself in the forever more. I definitely agree that like 
it's I also really love that her fans were were willing to support her change because like Lover was a big jump from Reputation, very oh, different. And then Folklore was a big jump from Lover. So we're we're jumping all over the map, and it's just so nice that like all of her fans can kind of get behind her music and like you know really appreciate like the different types of music that she's released. Yeah, and then one of my favorite albums. I am a Folklore Evermore person. But mm-hmm. then Lover, really just, I'm, like, a huge Lover stan. It's mm-hmm. so slept on. There's, like, <laughs> almost every song is a slap. I know. Like, the fact that all 18 songs, like, made it on the Billboard Top 100, like, that album is just, it's so good. And, like, the message behind it, like, especially behind You Need to Calm Down with, her, like, her, like, verbally expressing her support for the LGBTQIA plus community is just so cool. And, like, it's a controversial song. Like, I get it. Yeah. But the fact that it's just, it's such, not even just a catchy song, but the words are so meaningful. I just love it. Like, Lover is just, it's so slept on. I can't. I am definitely on the same same part with the, you there. Okay, okay, so favorite song. Um, I really jump around from song to song. Mm-hmm. But... Mad Woman is up there. Oh, yeah, from Folklore? From Folklore. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely a good one. I really like that one. Um, For me, I I don't know. I just, my favorite song has got to be uh, either, like, Look What You Made Me Do or oh, yeah, I Did Something Bad from Reputation. Yes. As much as I, like, love the Folklore era, those songs are just so, like, passionate and it, it like gets me in the mood like i can do anything i i just yeah. love that song me too <laughs> so so about how long have you been listening to taylor uh, so going? i feel like i've been like a taylor fan for a while but then mm-hmm. like this past year like during like quarantine i just started listening to like basically only taylor mm-hmm. and yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like the same way. I really started listening to Taylor um, right around Red was when I was kind of old enough to understand yeah. that like I liked her music. And um, I I like kind of I listened to 1989 and mm-hmm. I loved it. And um I really, really got into Taylor during Reputation because I found out that I was going to see her live um, yeah. back when it was like, I don't know, almost like illegal in quotation marks to listen to Taylor Swift. I got made fun of at school actually for yeah. having Taylor Swift on. Like it wasn't even just other kids, but like teachers would be like, huh, oh, you're listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, like, there was just all this weird hate around Taylor. At I know. That time, I know. I was like, and, like, from that point on, like, I don't know, but, like, the people making fun of me about listening to Taylor really made me want to listen to Taylor more. Yeah. Because, like, like, I like her music no matter what you say, and that's how I really got in. And I listen to Lover and Folklore and Everyone and Reputation, like, all the time now. Yeah, and, like, basically exclusively Taylor all <laughs> the time. I know. But to touch on that, like, bit during, like, 20, 2018, 2019, it was so weird to see this, like, almost hatred towards her. Yeah, like, it just happened all of a sudden. It was that, very sudden. I feel like this also leads to the lover slander, because lover mm-hmm. came out during that time, basically, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, ew, Taylor Swift. Yeah, like, it was it was really weird, and it was, it was, it was unprecedented, really. Like, I don't know if it was, like, because of the Kanye thing, and... 
like I, I touched about it in um, my section about her later life, but as we know, he he came up on the stage and he took her mic from her during her like an acceptance speech for an award. And, like, was going on and on about how, like, Beyonce was, like, better. And I don't know if it kind of, like, divided the world almost. But I just remember, like, almost wanting to, like, hide that I was listening to Taylor Swift at at points. Mm -hmm. Because, like, people would comment about it all the time. And, like, people still do comment about it. They're like, you listen to Taylor Swift? And I'm like, well, yeah. like, yeah, she's great. She's a great artist who produces well-written and powerful music. It doesn't matter if you like her or not, but you have to acknowledge that she has produced some great music. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So last question: How else does Taylor inspire you? Um, I feel like Taylor Swift is really inspiring because she is like such a trailblazer for mm-hmm. women in music. Just mm-hmm. like with the amount of music she's been able to like put out, and with the amount of wa- awards. And, like, with her, like, constantly changing styles. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. But for me, it's, um, what really inspires me was this one specific event when she decided to leave her uh, former record label company to start producing yeah. music on her own. That one event where she decided, like, enough is enough. I don't want to make what you tell me anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. was just so inspiring to me. And it really just, like, reinvigorated and, like, reminded me just how, like, powerful this woman is. Taylor Swift is one of the most powerful women of our generation. Oh, no, yeah, she and definitely I, is. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, but Taylor Swift is truly such an icon and, like, a role model for for Gen Z, millennials, all the like younger people in our and older people, but like the people that are about to take their next step and be like the leaders of the world, I guess. Yeah. So that's kind of how she inspires me. I know I went off on a bit of a tangent <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, so this is all for us today, but yeah. we are going to be back next Saturday. That's going to be our mm-hmm. regular upload schedule now. We are going to be continuing to upload every Saturday. Um, this week, I'm actually not going to be telling you who we're talking about next. It's because, a little surprise. Yeah, we've decided to start making it surprises. And um, I'm going to be start doing questionnaires and polls on our Instagram at womeninpower underscore podcast uh, so that you can take some guesses and kind of figure out who we're going to be talking about next week for yourself. Yep. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And Thanks I will see listening. you next week. Mm.